I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode, we'll bring you the latest insights, advice and technical updates of the sheep industry. In this week's episode, we're glad to be joined again by Shane Moore. He's a participant in the Better Farm Sheep Programme and he's farming just outside that league in County Roscommon. Shane discusses land performance this year and his current drafting on the farm. With the breeding season just around the corner, we talk about breeding new lambs and how this year's cohort are shaping up. We have already discussed grassland management, the overall production this year and how it has fared, and some of the changes Shane has made to his management from using protected area, using dribble bar for story to establishing clover swords in response to increase in input costs. We discussed the autumn grazing plan on the farm, and to finish up, Shane highlights the upcoming open day on the farm on the 6th of October at 6.30pm. We start off, however, discussing how well Shane's on with lamb drafting at the moment. They're going well now at the minute. There's probably up on nearly 60-70% of the lambs drafted there now at the minute. Um, they probably have kicked on well since weaning. We're probably slightly back at weaning than other years, but um, they have come on grand now since weaning. Like, you know, they're, they're doing all right the last couple of weeks. Shane, I suppose it's kind of common enough. It, we all probably experienced a fairly easy start of the year after lamb and grass supplies were good and weather was fairly favourable, but you were, I remember chatting to you before, but as your lambs kind of slowed down a little bit from seven weeks on around that May period on the farm. Yeah, I suppose Gearden, when we had them in for, well, I kind of noticed, noticed myself first when they were in for Sheridan, but um, then at the at Weenan, they were a little bit back, like they were, you know, they were probably a kilo or a bit more than a kilo back on where they were last year. Um, and didn't seem to have that many lambs fit to go at Weenan as, as opposed to other years, like, you know, um, but there was a lot of lambs kind of in the 30, 30 to 35 kilogram bracket at the time, like, you know, there was a lot of lambs around that weight, like. I think that's fairly common when we look at the national picture because he killed was back a bit. Since when, Shane, how's, how's land performance gone for you? What have you done with that group? Have you run the finishing group here? Yeah, so at Greenland, there was a, a finishing group of ram lambs picked out there. The Any lambs that were kind of 37 or 38 kilos plus were put into the finishing group and uh, the rest of them were, were all ran as one one group, and I suppose as I was drafting lambs over the finishing group, I was kind of drafting heavier ram, ram lambs back into the finishing group, so the finishing group around them has kind of stayed around maybe the 50 to 60 mark there for most of the summer, like, you know. And how much feed are you going in with, with them lambs? And between 400 and 500 grams per head per day in trucks. So I suppose that kind of keeps a regular draft from going on you from weaning on? Yeah, so I suppose, yeah, they're kind of, I'm drafting nearly every two weeks, like, you know, there's two weeks there. It's it's more or less two weeks, maybe three weeks in that time if I have to dose them or whatever after feed to leg counts, but... It's usually every two weeks I'm drafting lambs there out of the, out of the feeding group. So, like, Shane, you're weighing fairly regular. What kind of performance are you getting on the lambs at the moment? Yeah, so I suppose the lambs are doing about 180 grams uh, per head per day here since weaning up to date. So they're, they're probably slightly ahead of where most are at the moment. They're moving on rightly. Shane, uh, just to bring you in on the right, so you have a lot of lambs drafted. You're keeping your own replacements on the farm and you're making new lambs. How have the old lambs done for you and have you many suitable for going to the ram this year? Yeah, so they're they're doing fairly well here and again, like they were well back again at Wien and like but they seem to have come on now. Them them lambs have got no feeding, they're only on grass, they're getting no they're getting no meal. Um and the plan is to when turn out to Rams I'll draft them whatever is forty seven kilos plus probably more more or less we'll go to the Ram. Like um there should be in the region of thirty yo lambs I'd say plus maybe they're thirty, thirty five that should be fit to go to the Ram when I turn out. You'll have a good pick with you. Look, we're not that far off at your... I mentioned the Rams going out with you in the next couple of weeks. 
Yeah, the Rams are going out here on the 7th, well, 7th, maybe 8th of October. The Rams are going out with the O's. And the old Rams will be going, the Rams will be joined with them two weeks after that, 14 days. Another season kicking off again, Shane, but I might just look, there's a good chance for me to chat with you about how the year has gone for you so far. And look, it's been a challenging enough year from a cost point of view, from a grass point of view in farms, and you alluded to some of that earlier. Just if we look back at it, like overall performance on the farm this year from grass point of view, how is it? How has grass growth been this year by comparison to last year in an overall context, maybe? Yeah, so I suppose, Kieran, um, I was one of the lucky ones, I suppose. I wasn't really affected by the drought as much as others. Um, the grass, no, it did. It did kind of stunted a small bit there for a couple of weeks, but I was never really under pressure for grass all summer long. I, I was fairly okay on that. You know, the grass kept growing all summer, like, you know, and I suppose... As the figure show that kind of in my pasture base, it's I'm I'm a slightly ahead of where I was this time last year on grass growth, like you know. I think I remember chatting before, like overall you were sitting probably around eleven ton last year for the total production. So you're you're slightly ahead of that already. Yeah, yeah, I would be I would be ahead of that already, yeah. So look at it. Hopefully hopefully it'll keep growing now for the next couple of weeks and we we get get Get, a, get them into the shed out of, off the pasture, I suppose. Just in terms of fertiliser, Shane, what have you gone with maybe in total figures this year? What have you done different on the farm than previous years? Yeah, so I suppose, Kieran, with the price of fertiliser, uh, we had to have a long, hard think about how we we're going spreading. And uh, I suppose, as in other years, I would have been using a good bit of more of the compound fertiliser, 18612s and your likes, and maybe not too much slurry, kind of. But this year, I kind of put out, it's all been urea and protected urea that has gone out and slurry spread with a dribble bear after the sheep on paddocks, which um surprising. I was very surprised it actually worked very well for me. So Shane, you've no set silage area as such on the farm, so your adoption going in after the grazing with the dribble bear? Yeah, that's that's kind of it. Like I suppose I was taking out paddocks there for, for silage as they were going heavy. Now, I suppose that wasn't, there wasn't really... um as much paddocks taken out this year in the midsummer as there would have been in other years. Um, I suppose, again, that probably reflects on the fertiliser usage probably wasn't just as high in the summer. Um, and I suppose in, I do close a small bit of silage, a set bit of silage early in the year, and that all got slurry after cutting it because just the way it worked out, there was too big of a cover on it. I couldn't put slurry on it in spring. You're trying to hear him for that first cut in May anyway, so just sometimes the balance is hard to got. Yeah, yeah, no, the sides, like, first cut size was cut here on the, I think it was the 14th or 15th of May this year, so. Um, you, were, you were saying you were surprised by the dribble bar after the grazing. What was the big difference from what you perceived it would be to what you actually seen on the ground? Yeah, I suppose, Kieran, I tried it a couple of years ago after, in paddocks, after sheep had grazed, and it was just splash plated on, and you put the O's back in again, and they'd the be trying, doing their level best to actually get back out of the paddock, even though they'd be in, you know, that perfect grass like 9, 10, 12 centimetres of grass like um, with, whereas with the dribble bar I didn't didn't see that as much this year there were content going into it and I suppose that you know I you would see the lines alright in the field after them but come to the second round of grace and there was no there was no difference to the grace at all the second time round the same so from a management point of view you'd see that has been a definite thing you're going to keep going with yeah definitely for, yeah going forward I think I will be using it much much more yeah now, we're chatting about costs and fertiliser. I know you did a bit of reseeding this year and you're, you're keen to get a bit more clover in the system. How did that work for you? When did you go in with the reseed and what have you done with it? 
Yeah, so I, I received the three acres back in, it was the, it was around the 20th of June, it was, it was sown in, um, and it's kind of, it's a, it's a field kind of away from the rest of it, so it's kind of been managed separate for the, since, since it was receded, um, I suppose the lambs were on it there for a good while, and I put a good, good bit of clover into it, now I kind of went a bit over the top on the clover, but I wanted to get a good, good establishment of clover in it, so, um, there's, there seems to be a right good bit of clover to it now, and I suppose I was grazing it, you know, not letting it get to too high a covers and graze it down pretty quick and move them on again, you know. Shane, what kind of cover are you going into? So you said you, you went a bit heavy. You added additional clover into the grass mix. Yeah, so I, I went in at just over two two kilos of clover to the acre as opposed to what, what was in the bag. I think it was, was 250 grams of clover to the to the acre. So, um, and I suppose I was grazing, you know, letting it regrow maybe back to 10, probably 12 centimetres was the very, very tops. One section got at some stage, but that 9, 10, 10 centimetres and going in and grazing it quick again. I'm moving the lambs on again off it, you know. In terms of striking at the moment, did you do anything different with fertilizer or not after the first application? Did you ease off it or why is it too different? Yeah, so I suppose that, that paddock actually got very little fertilizer. It got it got um the four bags ten, ten, twenty to the acre when I was sowing it. Um and then after the first grazing it got about maybe I think it was around sixteen, seventeen units of urea to the acre. And after that, then it got nothing until the last round of fertilizer was going out, and it got another fifteen or sixteen units of nitrogen. There. So, going that better protect your after. Uh, just in terms of taking the clover, how well does that work for you this year? Or not? There seems to be a great take of clover in it. Yeah, there seems to be a very good take of clover in the field now. Hopefully, I can keep it grazed tight. I suppose into the back end and trying to keep that, you know, keep it there and that tiller out over the winter. Um, no, as as it looks, it looks it looks to be a good job now. Here to be, be okay. fair. I know that was that was one of the older pastures. I remember you telling me about it before. But plan going forward, Shane, do you see yourself doing a bit of oversaw next year on the basis of how well that one has worked and that saving in the summer? Or what do you think? Yeah, no, I wouldn't be here. I, I definitely will be oversawing some paddocks next year with with clover seed into them. Um, you know, you can see the difference. That field is growing every bit as much grass as as other fields with no clover and. It, you know, they're getting fertilizer and it's not getting fertilizer, you know. So I suppose that's, you know, kind of, that's only in the first year now. I know it's new grass and all, but at the same time, it's still it's still able to perform at the same level as products that have been getting fertilizer, you know. There's that potential saving there. Shane, just maybe come back to where we are at the moment, we're talking about grass. I suppose the next focus for you is going to be closing up and getting set up for that closing plan at the moment. You're, you have a good lot of your ram lambs gone. You're carrying new lambs into the winter. You're carrying ewes in. You've cattle as well on the farm. How are you at the moment for grass covers, and what's your plan for closing up on the farm this year? Yeah, so Kieran, I have I have good covers at the minute. Now I suppose I haven't, I don't have them big high covers that we would I would have had in other years. Like you know, you're you're heading up for the 14, 15 centimeters that that whole kind of grass, but um, they're all kind of lowish enough covers. I suppose 11, 12 centimeters. You know, um. And again, I suppose that's down to not going with as much fertilizer. I suppose I didn't build that cover, but I'd stay on an overall thing over the farm. I probably have every bit as much grass as I had last year, whereas I probably some of the covers last year were, were an older, dirtier cover, if you know what I'm saying. So I suppose these are slightly easier to manage, maybe. Yeah, it 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 should be nice, nice leafy grass for them now going into the back end. You know that sort of way. I suppose you in advantage of them slightly lower covers this year. Yeah, carrying in to be a wee bit easier to deal with when you go to graze them out. 
yeah, so Kieran, yeah, I suppose that, you know, last year, the first couple of paddocks I had for closing up last year, I had them fairly right. There was light covers on them and I got them grazed out and got them closed. But I suppose it was in the latter part of the closing plan that I was kind of struggling to get the fields grazed out. Um, whereas this year, you know, they will be, they'll be easy enough grazed out. So I suppose I'll probably be going along the same lines as last year. I'll be starting starting to close up from usually around the around the 20th of October on. So I'd be aiming to have 20% of the farm nearly closed up by the end of October. And by mid mid November, then I'd be hitting for 40%, like, and, you know, hit nearly December, then 60%. And look, at the plan is to have them all housed. All, all should be gone off well before Christmas, like, you know, usually. Last year, it was the, I, had, I actually had to house them earlier with the weather, but I'd be hoping for sometime around the 20th of December to be all closed up. But that spring grass in your system, Shane, is vital and being able to carry it through has worked well for you in previous years. Yeah, so I suppose here that was one benefit I saw and I suppose with the shed I was able to do it last year. Um, just the way the weather went to give me and I kind of had too many groups running around in the back late on and the grass disappeared. And I suppose I, I housed them maybe 10 days or 14 days ahead of when I wanted to house them last year. And I suppose the only thing was when I turned out in spring, like I had I had a great supply of grass Um I'd respite there in the in the springtime, like you know, so I wouldn't be hesitant to close to to pull sheep in a bit early again if I had to, like, you know, that sort of way because the grass was there in the spring and that's I need the grass more in spring than I do in the back end of the year, like, you know, when the oils go out, they need the grass, like, you know. It definitely takes more pressure off the system. Look, Shane, I know you're you're busy at the moment cleaning up. You have an open day coming up next week. Um you might just tell us when it's on and what we're kinda of looking at. Yeah, so there's an open day on uh, Thursday the 6th of October here, Kieran, at 6.30pm. Um, I suppose it'll be it'll be kind of showing the closing plan and what what's going on, I suppose, on, on the grass side of things here on the farm for the last couple of mo- months and the plan for hitting into next spring, I suppose. For anyone in the area, anyone interested in going, it'll be well worth a visit. It's definitely, I've been around the farm a couple of times with you, Shane. It's always a good chance to get around and see it, and you're very open and honest in how things have gone. So it'll be a chance to see anything you've discussed today and plenty more. All are welcome to come. Like, you know, it's, it's I suppose, it's great to see what, you know, to get to see and what other lads are doing as well. Like, you know, I suppose I would love, I'd love going around to these farm walks as well. Like, you know, you get, you know, if you only bring home one small idea from it, it's, it's, it's a great take home like from all the walks like you know Jay look really appreciate you giving up your time to be with us today and look best of luck with open day next week um, hopefully plenty you get down and get a chance to go around you no bother here thank you ok we're going to leave it there for this week I've included a link in the description that'll give you a bit more information about the upcoming open day on Shane's farm again I would encourage anyone interested in attending to make the effort it should be a very useful and practical walk like all other better farms you can find more information about Shane's farm and other participants on the better farm webpage on the sheep section of the Chuggles website and in the Chaga Sheep Newsletter. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for updates from our sheep programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chaga Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and get notified of any new episodes.